0: And I feel violated because I've never been forced to release the lineup in that way before the beginning of the episode. It's fucking bullshit. Here
1: we go.
0: You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or
1: excited.
2: I'm excited.
1: Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited. God damn it, I will kill you. Worried. Are you
2: worried or excited? <laughs> An
1: invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't <laughs> get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse.
0: Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's oh so my. wet. Oh my god, it's coming. prep Podcast, episode 149. I welcome my cousin and his wife and douchebag to the podcast this evening. Welcome. That's not my name. Your name is intern. There and I we thought, go. I thought we should get old school and make fun of you and calling you names.
1: Uh yeah we're going back to just being just cruel. Like yeah. not funny, just
0: cruel. Yeah. That's like episode five. No. Yeah. We didn't start yeah,
3: fight back and
4: Yeah. We didn't treat you like garbage until you ditched us one night. No, you you treated me like garbage on the second episode i was on
1: yeah no we treated him like garbage then we broke him and now we're blaming him for being broken <laughs> um i do like the idea nathan of that ridiculous intro that we have and then immediately coming in as if we're like npr at 2 a.m just like hi welcome are you coming
3: <laughs> on episode, we will discuss global warming <laughs> that's,
1: that's right we scrapped all the trailers. It's going to be climate
0: change <laughs> today. We welcome Amanda to the podcast. Amanda, how are you doing?
3: I'm um, fine, thanks. Hi there. I'm really glad that, like, you know, we'll probably be able to get episode 150 in,
2: you
0: uh,
3: know, hopefully right before the buzzer sounds on baby number two, and then you know that's a nice clean break for the show forever
0: for a break for for an intermission <laughs> for a temporary hiatus. While you nurture a new being into the world. And then, of course, we come back around to complete the remaining 850 episodes.
3: We're getting to a thousand?
0: Yes.
1: We are (laughs) happy to bring in this new consumption unit for the state, uh, whose lifespan is probably worth around half a million of the government in total. And uh, we're glad to give this a... Yeah.
3: New AA battery, if
1: you
0: will. Mm. That's another part of our history, for those that aren't aware. Um, to any new entries into the cool thousand um, is that we we make jokes um, and push Nathan closer to suicide by talking about (laughs) the end of the podcast and how it doesn't need to continue any further. And with this writer's strike happening, maybe we will need a hiatus.
1: But then, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to renegotiate with the guild.
0: Actually, I see the writer's strike as... A good thing because there's, I feel like I'm overwhelmed with content. Mm-hmm. There's just too many shows, and a writer strike would be nice. To let me dig back into the other shows that they kind of whipped past me at 80 miles an hour, and now I can go back and digest some of it.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I think. But I, I feel like we were just talking about this yesterday. I was like, there's just so much. Every time I turn around, I feel like I feel like networks used to have you know a handful of new shows they throw up. Some would outlast the others. They'd replace those mid season you could always kind of keep track or be aware that every major network had like four or five shows sort of going on now i feel like any streaming service that's associated with one of those networks is just inundated with all this content anytime i turn on netflix for daphne even there's like 47 new children's show half of them have been imported half of them are actually original content i'm like where
0: how Mm. i didn't even think about the children content it's nuts insane Yeah. yeah wow yeah, I just, I see a few shows and I'm like, you know what? I might give that a try, you know, or I'll be watching Pluto, Pluto TV and I'll have watched the trailer for Yellowstone 1923, like for the 70 millionth time. I'll be yeah. like, and I'll be like, you know what? I might give that a chance. I might give Harrison a shot here. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, good old Pluto. Yeah, they buy old school blocks <laughs> where they have like one advertiser that you get every break.
0: Uh, every night. Every night we go to bed, we watch Forensic Files. And then in the morning, I'm like, Chelsea, I got to tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> nope, this this episode last night, I'll, let me tell you. Let me tell I'll share it with you guys. So they find a suitcase in, in a dump. And the suitcase yep. has a human body in it. And they use the UPC code on the suitcase. And they contact the supplier. And they find out it's only sold through Walmart. And they go to Walmart. And they find out... That they can track the UPC to its actual sale. This specific suitcase. And they find out 3 a.m., middle of the night, May 24th or whatever. And they go to the video and they see the guy on the video buying the suitcase and a pair of latex gloves. And he uses his credit card. Mm -hmm. What an idiot amateur. And they track him and it's like, you're done. But it was a good episode because I was like, oh, they didn't Mm -hmm. use like a hair or a tuft or DNA. They just used a fucking UPC. That's sweet
1: just tracking what you buy. <clears throat> now I watched a lot of Pluto as well and uh for like 3 weeks to a month some like big shot lawyer, Texas lawyer who had made some sponsorship deal, huge sponsorship deal with the Dallas Cowboys. It was just every commercial break just like marching band music and him walking out into a field surrounded by cheerleaders and a bunch of Dallas Cowboys crap and just being like, I'm the sponsored representative of the law firm, blah, 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 the Dallas Cowboys. And they'd all cheer. I'm just like, man, this is the biggest dick sucking shit I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> it gets funny after a while when I mean, we started watching the forensic files ones because of that fucking repeating preview. You can't beat science. It's it's science. It's re-
3: watch Bones.
0: It's repeatable. It's like a warrant. <laughs> Follows you around, catches up with you. Anyway, let's uh, let's ask ourselves, what is 149? What is the meaning? What is the affinity numerology of 149? Well, it's an independent energy. It relies oh. only on itself, yet it thoroughly enjoys interacting with people. Yeah, here we go. Individuals yep. and groups. Cold and hot. Blue, but also sometimes red. Independent relies on itself thoroughly enjoys interacting thanks yeah. 149
1: basically just means that you're either going to have a great time or you're going to hate this
4: you're going to have a great time for a long time
0: or not at all <laughs> or you'll kill yourself
4: <laughs> are we here for a good time yeah.
0: <laughs> wonderful way to uh, begin the round table. I think, um, I think Jake Gyllenhaal's in trouble Oh Okay My birthday movie was slated to be uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant Starring Jake Gyllenhaal And it came out my birthday weekend But it did not have a, a place in a theater Anywhere in the city that I live
3: And you live in a major city?
0: I yeah. feel like I do You do And do. it was that's, not accessible That's uh, That's not pretty sure. bad Not sure what to say not sure what to say about that jake guy Ritchie too directed it so it's not like it was just jake it was jake and guy Ritchie. and no not available so we went to go watch uh a movie called to catch a killer starring shailene woodley and ben mendelsohn and it was like one of those movies that is playing in the back theater at the cineplex that nobody else is going to
4: yeah
0: it was okay just uh, you know shailene woodley playing a girl is a little fucked up cop trying to track down a, a mass shooter it's kind of kind of nice to go to a movie that wasn't like a big deal that was supposed to be something just some middle of the road crime investigation kind of lined up with our forensic file obsession
4: <laughs> yeah that's it uh something i'd really like to see what was like, that, a man is that
1: oscar potential or a
0: hundred million dollar budget <laughs> i wouldn't sour my eyeballs with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's nothing wrong with it it's fine And I don't remember anything else I've watched since the last time we recorded.
3: Well, we, um, I mean, we've shared the things that we've watched, but we'll reiterate them for the cool billion.
0: Oh, right. You went and saw Mario and Renfield. Yes. Right.
3: We saw both of them uh, in the same week. Mm -hmm. It was a couple days apart. It was a big week for us. It was a big week for us. Um, we took Daphne to Mario, um, because I look for any and every opportunity to take her to a movie. Um, and... Daniel and I both thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't understand the complaints. People looking for some complex fucking plot from a Mario movie. No, it's simple. It's straightforward. It's bright. The animation is beautiful. It's funny. Jack Black crushes it. Um, honestly, I think the biggest problem, I, I will like agree with the criticisms of Chris Pratt's casting, just because I'm like, he didn't, what he sounded like. If you If I didn't know Chris Pratt, was playing Mario I would have thought 100% that it was Mark Wahlberg it was Chris Pratt doing Mark Wahlberg
2: yeah
4: (laughs) he did not
3: sound he sounded like he was from Boston he didn't sound Italian it was pretty bad
4: Boston Italian
3: yeah he's a Boston Italian which I think
0: I think some of the criticism is coming from Super Mario Bros. movie purists who uh, believe in the live action original (laughs) no way I
2: think
0: no way. The biggest complaint I heard is that it doesn't have some sort
1: of like Pixar like leave you feeling like you had a an epiphany in your gut emotional system like quality to it. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't. Nope, that it was doesn't. That's not a complaint to me. I don't need to be like crying about Bobo or whatever. Every fucking time somebody puts an animated movie together. This oh. is pretty and it gets and it hits all the little Mario like jokes and tropes and you get some carts, you get some jumping and platforming, you get a bunch of funny bullshit. I don't know. I don't really know what people were expecting from it.
3: Every yeah, every like game scene that you would want is there. And oh, Toad is so funny. Yeah, so Toad is Michael actually Key one of the best plays ones. Yeah. Toad and he is so funny.
0: Does um, your does your child's enjoyment and reaction to things like directly impact your enjoyment and reaction?
3: No, because she didn't really like it.
0: Really? Yeah. She didn't have much attachment to Mario. She
3: had zero attachment. And honestly, at the end, she was like. She was basically like i like peach but they fight they were there was too much fighting yeah she didn't really like it so no yeah <laughs> yeah yeah
1: she has she has no understanding of mario or what really what it is she may have once seen me play a mario game but there's no connection like that these are existing properties or something to be excited about so it was just like oh okay and once it gets toward the end where it's just a bunch of like you know parkour and fighting and you know fancy explosions and shit wait, she was like oh, this wait. is it's a lot of chaos for my
0: sensibilities oh, and <laughs> she,
3: thought the, she thought the like turtle skeletons were scary yeah huh. yeah
0: She was like, oh i didn't like that too scary so she's seen you play mario like once are you such that a video probably. game snob that you don't go and play some mario occasionally what's your problem oh no i've played a lot of mario but she like doesn't uh okay. she wasn't right. i think aware
1: when i was doing galaxy no what was the odyssey odyssey played
3: odyssey and yeah, she was either too little, yeah, or she was too little for. Because so I find yeah.
0: myself revisiting Odyssey.
1: Odyssey was great, a I decent amount,
0: it. and I also I re- recently at Christmas we revisited uh, Mario Kart. We got
1: really into it. I've been thinking about it when oh. she's when she's almost ready. She's almost ready to start playing video games. She can kind of do it, but then gets frustrated. She's ah. almost there, When she does. Like, we might visit
0: Mario Kart when you when you break through and you become good at Mario Kart you start drifting in advance, way before the turn.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oof. Oh. You're locked in. You're locked in. You're a little bit sweaty. You're, <laughs> right. you're pissed off when you don't get the, the three. Did I go too
1: early? And then you like just like lick the lip of the inside of the turn. And you're like, oh,
0: nailed it. Or somebody throws some bullshit thing at you right at the finish line. You're like, how the fuck am I supposed to win? <laughs> I, play, I, I, I did a perfect race. Perfect race. I'm on 200cc. This is difficult. And that fucking asshole threw a banana at me when I was about to cross the finish line. A banana. I threw it forward. What the fuck is that? You're oh, I still, suck.
1: I still have all the like maps from the Super Nintendo Mario Kart like burned <sighs> into my brain. Thank God. <clears throat> anyway, Renfield, Thanks. lay it on me. Renfield, uh, weirdly, kind of equally uh, candy, sweet popcorn movie like.
3: It's super campy.
1: I think one of the first things you said was like, "Oh, there's there's a Nathan-approved amount of Nick Cage in this movie."
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. The concerns that you expressed when we covered it on this show. Was like I'm tired of Nick Cage. There's too much of his shtick. This was like you just got enough. He was not in too much of the movie. I mean, he's a, he's a big part of it, but like you don't have to deal with him the whole time.
0: Yeah, I think I think I was just getting tired of being disappointed by him. It's the same thing with Gyllenhaal. It's like you get yourself damped up and you go and you're just like, ah, buddy, that was depressing, or that was not what yeah. I wanted. You know?
1: No, but the the whole movie, the whole the whole like couching the movie in a you know abusive codependent relationship sort of thing with dracula like that it works very well the all the jokes from the little you know support group meeting or whatever they everything parallels with the relationship that he has with dracula really really well and we both love uh what's his face Schwartz. oh i'm daddy
3: fucking lobo (laughs) yeah
1: he's hilarious aquafina is is pretty funny even though she kind of plays the like the straight man kind of role, like just responding to the ludicrousness of everything. And it's super hyper violent, like over the top violent. But everything maintains a lighthearted tone. Yeah. So I don't know. I've no huge recommendation, but it's a mm. good time at the movies. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Uh Amanda, do you have any fifty nineties for us? No. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, she's been, yeah. I, I'll start cracking the whip here.
3: Well, I'm saving all this stuff. I'm going to be home for oh, three month. Oh, that's right.
0: No, okay. No, I take it back. I apologize. Yeah, but well, right. What, you want to end the podcast and not complete the 5090s? What the fuck?
1: No, no. The first podcast we do after the her maternity has started, your 5090
0: section is probably going to be like 45 the re- minutes. The rest of it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll review them in chunks.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Andrew, you got anything?
4: Uh- I watched uh, Fatal Attraction. Yeah, he watched it here. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, this is what I do. He <laughs>
0: says I've never seen that, and I put it on, and then we go to bed.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's there what happened. And then I'd hear every now and then Nathan be like, "Just killed the rabbit." <laughs> well, we could hear it upstairs, and like, like the, the voice from
0: upstairs. I would, I would tell Chelsea what scene it was, and she's trying to sleep. She would just be like, "Shut up!" <laughs> I would just be like, "Oh, he just told his wife, shut up." Yeah.
1: Could totally see that Michael Douglas like slings off some quippy line and you just hear a muffle from the other
0: room. <laughs> 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 Fatal attraction is so great it's just like like uh every every scene you're just it,
4: it can be uh talked about it's good and uh I rewatched uh, Gifted for the seventh time, oh my God, have you guys seen Gifted?
3: number one no but i just have to ask something before we get into what what the fuck you're talking about do you literally count how many times you've seen movies
4: well i i log it on uh letterboxd and uh that number one movie i've seen the most amount of times since 2016 is spotlight and the number two movie is gifted
3: (laughs) Spotlight
4: eight times
1: yep that's nothing, though. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's like a lot for like the kind of movies that he watches. But so like, say, say that like again. Day, I, I must have seen Samurai Cop like 45 times.
3: No, I'm not. I'm not. It's it's the fact that he's watched Spotlight many times. Yeah.
1: Like what Spotlight. new information are you gleaning? Specifically like, Spotlight. Oh, just, uh, they I knew, really like... And they let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, well, what uh, Amanda? Hey, yeah, let's go around. What movie do you think you've ever watched the most in your life? If you had to pick a movie that you think you've watched, me many like more than twenty times.
3: Uh, Clueless. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, more than twenty times. Oh yeah, well, a bunch of those.
3: I mean, there's a handful, but that's the first one that
4: comes to mind for sure. Yeah,
1: Beetlejuice, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Uh,
4: mm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Intern, something more than twenty times.
4: Uh, there's two movies that I've seen. Uh, way too many times and it's uh, the Matrix and the Lion King.
0: Hmm. I'd have to say probably uh, Back to the Future or J F K. JFK, JFK. JFK. <laughs> some, For some weird. reason. Whenever, How can you
4: watch that? That's like a know. four hour movie. It's a four yeah. hour fucking whenever
0: movie. JFK's on, I just like get I just I'm like, Oh yeah, I like this scene. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, ah, I'll just keep going. <laughs>
4: yeah. JFK.
0: I'm like a space mutiny samurai cop.
4: <laughs>
0: I don't know. There's a bunch. I've seen a bunch of movies twenty times probably. I like rewatching movies sometimes more than I like watching new ones. Because when you watch a new movie, you're just open to disappointment. When you go to the old school, you're like, yes, I know I'm gonna love this, and I'm gonna I'm waiting for my scenes that I like. Oh, yeah. oh, Groundhog Day has another one I've yeah. seen. probably. Oh yeah. De- I've, I've definitely seen Groundhog Day twenty times or more. <clears throat> love that yeah we should fucking watch Groundhog day together and just like laugh our asses off and quote quote a you know
1: yeah we watched it recently and i had to try really hard to like not watch her watch it you know
0: <laughs> uh, morning off to see the groundhog <laughs> <laughs> oh, about shirt. <laughs> anywho well
4: anything else in turn oh uh, no
0: no Nothing to say about gifted.
4: But <laughs> the seventh. Well, time. You should watch it. It's like, uh, it gives gives you the feels. I'm just
0: gonna do a brief rundown here of movies that are not making a lineup, and my reasons why. Because <clears throat> we're jumping over a few movies here.
4: Yeah, some big, some big Marvel movies. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I think we've done enough Marvel movies. I think that's over. I'm fine with that. I really that. thought that was gonna be the headliner. It's not. Yeah. Um,
0: there's a movie called Hypnotic, which is batshit. Which has Ben Affleck in it, and maybe we should have done it. But we gotta have a certain amount of kid content here for the new, for the for the parents. <laughs> <laughs> parents in the cool billion—they're like, ah, where can we get more kid content on the show that opens up with <laughs> "Oh my God, I'm coming"? <laughs> and if we were uh, if we were doing episodes at a faster pace, like back in the day, I'd definitely be checking out the Blackberry trailer. I don't know if you've seen this trailer. Blackberry. Yeah. I
4: have. I know about it.
0: But I haven't uh, Well it's funny to me Because there's like an inside joke going on My dad is coming over occasionally And we're working on the basement Renovating the basement And you know it's not pretty You know we're making mistakes But uh, <laughs> but as we make those mistakes We always like keep recycling the same jokes We keep saying well it doesn't have to be perfect <laughs> <laughs> and, and this trailer for Blackberry It has uh a bunch of shit like that in it it has like well you know what the enemy of perfect is you know
4: stuff like that like
0: you know the enemy of good enough is perfect stuff like that oh god (laughs) it's good it's good times uh another movie let me see here uh there's a silly um uh gerard butler uh, thriller called kandahar
4: yeah he keeps crash
0: he keeps chewing the shit out. He was in Plane three months ago. Now he's in Kandahar. And we are skipping over The Little Mermaid. But Ugh. only because I just don't have anything to say about it. And I don't want to piss off Amanda. I think Amanda would go off on a rant if we did Little Mermaid. And, well, you know, yeah. Daniel would have to discuss his obsession with the Ursula, who's based off of a trans uh, transvestite. Yeah,
1: Divine. Yeah, Yeah. But also, I also just this movie came out like three months ago
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they
3: have been promoting the shit out of it they really 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 want it to work and i don't think it's going to i really don't
0: what part of it are we talking about the racial component just Uh, the live action component i I don't i don't I,
3: i could care i could give two shits about that um for me it's there's a lot of things wrong with it um number one like i said earlier i look for any opportunity to take my kid to the movies okay this is a the the animated little mermaid is right at 90 minutes Mm. this fucking live action remake nobody likes the live action shit anyway but it makes money obviously that's why they keep doing it but this version of it is 215 what that is a fucking long movie where are they getting the
0: extra 45 minutes from
3: where are they getting an extra 45 minutes
0: they got to showcase like a diverse cast of her sisters create oh there we go yes yeah but okay.
3: kids i mean that is too long of a movie
0: establish the world with the different mermaid uh,
1: pronouns <laughs> no even with the 90 minute run mark for the mario movie you know that last 15 minutes like she's ready to go
3: yeah no granted she's very little i mean yeah. you know she's only three we're talking about kids that you know seven eight nine but even that uh, uh, over hour 45 you're really pushing it with anybody that's not at least like I don't know 10 12 so I have a serious problem with the runtime. I um I also saw a preview for it where Scuttle is in the water Scuttle is a fucking bird how is he talking to her underwater
4: (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know what's happening uh, there
3: um Sebastian and Flounder both are ugly as shit um (laughs) I don't have an issue with, with casting a black actress. That's fine. My problem with it is I don't think she's very pretty. I'm sorry if that's mean, but I just don't think she's very pretty. Yep. I like Miss Melissa McCarthy being in there. I think that's a good Ursula cast choice, but they're changing a lot of the lyrics for woke reasons, whatever. Does she have sense. the
0: necessary hip game, Daniel?
1: Uh, McCarthy, yeah. Although I have seen endless marketing promos, gifts, short little teaser trailers... Uh, And have never, I had no idea McCarthy was even in that movie until my wife mentioned it to me. <clears laughs>
0: Here's my uh, problem
1: I don't. It's all about Ariel and then some idiot, forgettable doofus
0: playing Prince. I was late to the Disney game and I kind of started with Aladdin. I yeah, had that's less normal. of a connection with Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. So yeah. I, I just don't care.
1: No, I don't. Yeah, for it was big for me. Little Mermaid was the first Disney movie I remember seeing, and it was one of the first movies I ever saw in a well, theater. We I know I was like five years old. We
0: know why it was big for you.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God, how does
1: her song go? Uh, there poor was...
3: unfortunate souls.
1: Poor unfortunate soul.
3: They've changed some of those lyrics.
1: Yeah, because it's all boring as shit now. Those are the best songs, too. You got to kiss the girl. Wow, wow. Yeah,
3: well, they're going to okay. clean that up. So we're, we're, we're yeah. sure that consent is, is clear. And, and Ursula, you know, even though she is the fucking villain, we're going to change some of her lyrics, too. So it's not that women need to give up their voice to get a man. No, that's the point. She's
4: evil.
0: <laughs> right.
4: You know, this they is had really the, striking a nerve the, we should have uh, done this trend you bigot whoa whoa we already found out that disney had the perfect movie to translate into live action and they couldn't do that the easiest one which, which one? was mulan oh yeah i know they, they could have just done like a straight str- just straight translation and it would have been mm. fucking awesome yeah it's over and uh they haven't done a live-action one that's you know, been good.
0: Well, actually, I didn't mind the Beauty and the Beast live-action, but I didn't have a connection to the animated one. So. Uh, I, I, I that think people cool.
3: mostly like Beauty and the Beast yeah. and are hypercritical of basically all the other ones.
1: Well, Isn't sure. it also like a play? Hasn't it been in and out of... I feel like I feel like that one people are mentally accustomed to seeing in live-action. Yeah. So that one, of course, makes the most sense to me, that it would be the most successful. Aladdin was, he, yeah, yeah. Because Aladdin, the, the original Aladdin Disney animated film was huge for me too. <clears throat> and my brother and I, I must have watched that movie fucking 40 times.
4: I will say that the best part of all the live action ones that I've seen so far uh, was just Christopher Walken singing at the end of The Jungle Book. And it was only because it was Christopher Walken singing <clears throat> that it was great. It, like,
0: did Jungle Book start it or did Little Mermaid start it? Their big run.
4: Uh, Jungle Book was like the first one of this new but beauty and the beast was before that and cinderella they did both those live action i
0: always picture cinderella being like a snow white type deal like back in the early days
4: yeah yeah but i think yeah the jungle book kind of kicked off the whole oh we're gonna go hard on this
0: yeah and there was nothing but disappointment yeah and they were even talking about a return of jafar but then you know will smith
2: keep my wife's name out your fucking
0: no! Then that was over. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Hang thanks, on. Will. Yeah, thanks, Will. Hey, you guys want some uh some Obs or Nathans? <laughs>
4: of course.
2: It's now time for Obs or Nathans. With Nathan. <clears throat>
0: The reviews are in for The Flash, and it is apparently surprisingly good. My obster, Nathan, is that this seems to be exclusive to DC. This doom-and-gloom dismissive expectation that a movie is going to suck, which is replaced by a shocking optimism, almost like critics have been paid to sway public opinion. Well, they slowly convinced me to give Justice League a chance. And they can go fuck themselves this time. (laughs) There is an embarrassing photo of me as a child dressed in a homemade Flash costume for Halloween because the Flash was my superhero of choice. But I refuse to be bamboozled by this bullshit. We are not doing the Flash tonight. It's not in the lineup because it looks like garbage. Two hours and 30 minutes of garbage.
1: I didn't even know that there was one.
0: Oh, they're all over
2: it for a long time.
0: Joe blows like nine out of ten amazing. everything bad you think of Ezra Miller will wash away after you see this movie. The critics are being like over the top like this is better than you think it's gonna be nonsense.
1: yeah, was... no thanks. He was not that good at it in the first place, and now he, we all know that he's a fucking psychopath and probably a pedophile. so no thanks <clears throat> are
4: all the critics like nineteen? Have they only grown up with like all this c g bullshit? that when there's not CG in a movie it's like fucking wacko weird to them and they think it's garbage?
1: Yes, they are young, they are dumb, and they are also being paid on
0: purpose to be manipulative. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's all horseshit. I have a second option, Nathan, and then we'll get into the lineup. Gladiator 2. My first reaction was seriously, just leave it alone. Jesus Christ. But more and more people are becoming involved. And I am warming to this more with each passing day. I am a huge Gladiator fan. It was—it has some great epic moments. It's executed at such a high level. It was part of the Richard Harris trifecta. You know what I'm talking about. What? Yeah, that's well, good, What's because that? now the Gladiator himself is huge. Richard Harris trifecta was Gladiator, Count of Monte Cristo, and Dumbledore. Come on, get with it. Oh, okay. It was the apex of rousing battle speeches. What we do in life echoes an eternity. Ah, it's beautiful. The bittersweet revenge at the end. It was an awesome movie. But I And I will no longer piss and moan about this sequel. I will start looking forward to it. It's got this new guy that they're hyping up, Paul Mescal, as the lead. It's got uh, Denzel Washington added into it. Pedro Pascal just joined on. Fuck it. Ridley Scott, let's go. Let's do it. Cliffhanger 2, Dodgeball 2, and Kung Fu Panda 4, not so much. But Gladiator 2, yes. <laughs> Cliffhanger 2. <laughs>
3: I actually saw that. I saw Stallone was going to do it or whatever.
1: Yeah, Stallone. you're good. They're going to have to start pulling Stallone back behind the curtain again before he starts giving away too many Hollywood secrets
0: about longevity. <laughs> Freeze your face in time and keep Jeez. working out.
1: Yep. How old is Stallone now? Like 104?
0: <laughs> we have before us what could be the greatest lineup that we have
1: ever experienced. You know, I knew that. I knew when I woke up this morning. I knew that this was
0: going to be the best lineup that we've ever had <laughs> I'm just reading a press release here from Sad Sack Studios right now It says here that this is the greatest lineup that we have ever had before. Okay, now we
1: don't say this very often
0: On tra- <laughs> <laughs> The greatest lineup you will ever witness as a member of this podcast In The lineup to which all of you shall be bequeathed And I'm not fucking around this time This time it is serious Tonight could be the greatest line, pound for pound, best lineup we've ever experienced before on our Podcast.
3: Wow. wow, I like a good pound.
0: Uh, satsak has a, has issued a few statements. Okay,
1: okay, here we go. Best show ever.
0: Uh, um, <laughs>
1: this lineup will
3: change your life, yeah, and some, you'll punch a baby. And
0: uh, number eighty means harmony. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Have we ever done? indiana jones movie i don't think so
1: did we not come on in time for the other the the alien one
0: no i think kingdom crystal skull predated us Mm -hmm. i mean we actually only started doing this in 2015. 2014. 2014 sorry thank you archivist
2: we're
3: going on we're going on a decade we're
0: about to have our 10 year anniversary
1: (laughs) you better be ready for it's gonna be a big one episode 171. Indiana Jones, Dunks on History. Here we go.
2: Surprise! I'm retiring. Well, in that case, what are we drinking? Same for the goddaughter. Dad told me you found something. On a train during the war, a dial that could change the course of history. Why are you chasing the thing that drove your father crazy? Don't move. Please get out of here. Stop. Sorry. Helena. Doctor Jones, get him. Oh, Hitler made mistakes. And with this, I will correct them all. You stole it. And then you stole it. And then I stole it. It's called capitalism. This way! Fasten your seatbelt. There might be some tablets. You've taken your chances. Made your mistakes. And now, A final triumph. A few times in my life, I've seen things. I've been tortured with voodoo. been shot nine times. Including once by your father. Ah, sorry!
4: But I've been looking for this all my life.
1: Nathan Indiana Jones the Dial of Destiny worried or excited Do
0: you guys know that it's every odd numbered Indiana Jones movie that he fights Nazis They have continued Yes they're staying consistent There's a lot to like here folks I uh, I know that we're kind of beating a dead horse with an 80 close to 80 at the time of filming year old Indiana Jones it's kind of crazy Lot of de-aging going on here. There could be a lot of reasons to be concerned. However, there are some great moments from Indiana Jones. In my childhood, I really enjoyed watching Indiana Jones movies. I even grew to appreciate Temple of Doom after the fact. um Kingdom of the Crystal Skull kind of landed poorly. I would like to have some optimism and happiness in my life, so I'm going to choose to be excited. It's two hours and 22 minutes written by uh, the son of Lawrence Kasdan, who has history. He wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark. Jonathan Kasdan also co-wrote the script for Solo, A Star Wars Story, which I thought was underrated. One of the better Star Wars movies they've made since Disney bought the franchise. And it's not directed by Steven Spielberg either, so that could be a little different. Two hours, 22 minutes. What do you guys think? I'm excited. Get some
4: feedback here. <clears throat> um, I'm still thinking about it. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, it looks like there's a lot that we could be worried about with this, and and I'll just take on all that worry. <laughs> um, this looks like uh, they've painted over everything, and Harrison Ford's not in any of these scenes, is what it looks like to me. He is. That's that's good. He has dots on his face. That's what he told uh, some late-night
0: talk show. I was reading about it. He was explaining, oh. he was explaining how they did the de-aging. And it's him in every scene, and they've just got a bunch of dots on his face, and they have a AI that goes back through the archival film storage of Paramount and pulls so his face from every different angle with every kind of lighting on it. and
4: Dots on his face, and they blow a fan on it to make it look like his face is doing things. Listen, there's and other things going spend, on here, okay? you, can, you can
0: shit on it all you want, but I'll tell you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I get it. Hey. I'm gonna say I rewatched all the uh, Indiana Jones like a couple years ago, and uh, I think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was uh, was the best one. Shut your fucking mouth. And uh, this is gonna be the you same think as the Kingdom best. of the Crystal <clears throat> Skull crash. was the best Indiana Jones. Why yeah, are you even
0: most here? Fun.
4: Where's they should have replaced Harrison Ford with the young Andy? Who was who that? What's that guy's name? Look,
0: most people, sane people will agree that the Last Crusade was the best Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, Yeah,
4: it was okay. Purists
0: will go Raiders. Some weirdos might say Temple of Doom and those people, you know there's one scene in it that's really good. Other than that, whatever.
4: I'm just not a fan. That's the that's the be all and end all. I don't really care yeah about the things. That's is, that's this, the
0: thing. This is, is for the, you and I, Nathan. Okay, thank God. I was like, oh, here comes Daniel to say he doesn't give a shit about Indiana Jones either. <laughs> no, no, Nobody I love cares. Indiana Jones. Thank you. All right. I love
1: I love the original trilogy. I love Last Crusade so much, deeply, deeply, deeply. That's another movie on a list of ones that I've seen dozens of times. Um, <clears throat> What's your favorite scene from Last Crusade? Let's
0: let's nerd out here. Oh
1: God! Pretty much everything with with him and Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, their dynamic is is brilliant, even though. I think they both complained about each other, but
0: <laughs> my favorite scene is when he's on the motorcycle and his dad's in the in the cubby next to him. He's in mm-hmm. the he's in the ride along cart. Yeah, and the Nazi comes up beside them and he's got the piece of the flagpole and he shoves it in the wheel and the Nazi blows up and flies into the air and he's li- he's like ha, ah! <laughs> and he looks back at his dad and John Connor he's just giving him this like disapproving stare. Yeah, like, you just killed a man, son. He's 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 all like, (laughs) He's like, like, look what what we just did. We got away. Yeah. And the smile, like, melts off his face. He's like, ah, damn it. Yeah.
1: And I, I love the character of Indiana. I loved how Harrison Ford played Indiana in the original trilogy. And for me, in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, my complaints with it I don't know, everyone focused on all the alien stuff and like, this is not an indie movie and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. For me, you're talking about occult magic, Nazi fucking bullshit mythology. Aliens, I don't know, fits right into that spectrum of spectacle to me. So that was never my complaint about Crystal Skull. Uh, It was mostly the being blown up in a refrigerator in a nuclear blast, swinging in the trees with the monkeys. He's supposed Um, to start
0: at his office. At the school. Yes. That's when Raiders starts. That's where Last Crusade starts. And that's where the Dial of Destiny is starting.
1: That's, yeah. And and they did things that I wanted for my last indie movie in the last one, which was to bring back, uh, what's her name from the first movie? Karen Allen. Yes. To establish that Indy has a son and to hand the franchise off. And I think that in a better timeline, instead of going to do all that Jurassic World garbage And then we kind of come oversaturated and people to start to wane on his likability and popularity. I feel like Chris Pratt should have just been the new indie. I wish that that had been the handoff or like that had been the new worked out or whatever. Instead, they like got cold feet and didn't want to give it to Shia. So he kind of takes his hat back at the end. But they bring up all the snake jokes. And there was a lot of like nostalgia in that Crystal Skull movie that I think that they did nail really well Mm. at the same time while failing horror and other shit. So this movie, it's not that he's super old. It's just that I'm like, I don't know what's left to give me. Like you gave yeah. me the nostalgic return of classic people in the last one. So this one is not about nostalgic classic return of people. And now he's got a goddaughter and like, what happened to his son? I just I just don't know what left is for is is there for me in the in indie. It looks fun. It looks rambunctious. The music does still make my spine tingle a little bit. But I'm just like. Ah, I don't know. I'll probably still
0: see it. (laughs) Well, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the actress who plays the daughter, we have kind of history watching the show Fleabag. Fleabag? Mm -hmm. She's a great writer, and she's really fun. So I think having a writer on set might actually help improve and, uh, I don't know, sharpen whatever weaknesses this script could have. So I have faith. I have faith. Daniel's semi-excited, worried. I'm excited... Andrew's worried because he's an idiot and Amanda
3: she's <laughs> an idiot um, so yeah I also watched Fleabag I'm familiar with this actress I don't like hate her per se uh, but I also I also find her off putting like oh, I no. find her no matter what character she's playing to be very smug and like yeah, that's true. not in a fun indie way but just in a like oh she's just kind of a cunt <laughs> so I don't I wasn't thrilled to see her, even though I think she's talented. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: Are um, you leaving the door cracked open? Can can she warm? Can you warm to her, or is she just a cunt?
3: I don't know. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But I think for me, I love Last Crusade. That's a movie that I really loved as a kid. The rest of them, I don't care about. Yeah. And I get it. I get why little boys love Indiana Jones. I understand but it's just not my cup of tea outside of crusade. And that's really just because of Sean Connery, not because of Indy. Gotcha. So
2: yeah. I don't okay.
0: know. Just... It's
1: the most masculine and charming, a really nerdy nerd can be. That's yeah. what Indiana it's... Jones is. So like yeah. it's for your, for your beta males. He is like your masculine ideal.
0: Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> just remember those scenes in last crusade when he gets to Venice and he just, uh, knock it off. You're not mad. Yeah. <laughs> with that girl he's like such a chauvinist but at the same time so what oh and
3: that's another problem that i have with indiana the franchise in general is that all of the women yeah are just varying levels of terrible
2: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) one of the best scenes is from in the whole franchise is from temple of doom when uh, they're in the jungle and kate capshaw is like running in the background back and forth in, in the frame and out of the frame like screaming and reacting <laughs> to all these worse. all these snakes and rats and things in the jungle and uh short round and indiana jones are completely ignoring her and she's just like running around in the background screaming yeah. her head off and they're in the foreground they're playing poker poker over a stump just like you're a cheater you're cheating oh. <laughs> it's like a classic i like in uh, the same sort of stuff in, in big lebowski where they're just like wrapped up in the moment and their characters arguing with each other, not even paying attention to each other. It's great. But anyway, I'm sorry.
4: This is what happens, Larry. Yeah. This is what <laughs> happens when you focus stranger in the ass.
0: <laughs> that Uh-oh. fucking bitch. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. There. Dial of Destiny. Done. We have done an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. <laughs> Put in the books. That was great. Trailer number two will be uh, Spider-Man Across the
2: Spider-Verse.
1: Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Here we go.
0: My name is Miles Morales. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man. And things are going
2: great.
4: Oh yeah, you were supposed to be here, Fine. All right, whatever. Whatever? Wow. Whatever? So are you like a cow or a Dalmatian? I am the spot. That's <laughs> not funny. Don't, don't do that.
3: Miles' grades are pretty good. A
4: in AP Physics. That's my little man. And a B in Spanish. What? Miles, are you trying to
2: kill me? That's I gotta go. Bye. He's lying to you. And I think you know it. Miles,
3: want to get out of here?
2: Go. There's an elite crew with all the best spider people in it? Uh, Who's the new guy? Danger. This is unbelievable. This is the lobby.
3: Miguel (laughs) O'Hara. The whole thing was his idea.
2: What's a guy gotta do to join this spider team?
4: You can never be part of this.
2: Don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and the little nerd back on Earth 1999-99.
4: Come on, go easy on the kid. He had
2: a terrible teacher. Peter, Miles. You have a baby? I have a baby. I'll take it from here. Miles, being Spider-Man is a sacrifice. You have a choice between saving one person and saving every world.
4: Send me home. I can't do that. I
2: can do both! Spider-Man always! Not always. What about Uncle Ben?
4: If not for Uncle Ben,
0: most of us wouldn't be here.
2: Can't stop me now!
3: You can't run forever, kid! I can't lose one more friend.
2: The isn't what we talked about! You knew? I Have no idea what you're doing! Everyone keeps telling me how my story is supposed to go. Nah. I'm gonna do my own thing. Station, stop Spider-Man. You, know you not me and me. And then I looked at my uncle and... Uh, let me guess.
1: He died. Amanda, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, worried or excited.
3: I am very excited about this movie. I really enjoyed the first one. Um, I think the animation is so unique and cool and I really like the characters. Um, even though I was never I, I've never been a big Spider Man person. Um, there's something about these that and not to say that I don't like the other Spider Mans, I do. I'm just saying, you know, it's not like my favorite um character ever. Um, but there's something about these that really just draws me in and um are so uh, uh, like complex and um i just just i i just find them really just really beautiful to watch and and really moving and i can't wait
0: that's one thing i'll say for the first one is that it was very complex but so tight like there was Mm -hmm. no after watching it i never felt like i could poke a hole in in the story it was just really well done, and this one looks like it might be even more complex. Mm-hmm. It says yeah. it takes across, <clears throat> it takes place across six dimensions with 240 characters, so <laughs> it's two hours and 20 minutes. I hope that they double down on what they did before and keep it up. I almost felt like going back to the first trailer because I felt it was more simple and less complex. And Chelsea was like, "What are you talking about? The first trailer was terrible. This one is amazing!" And I was like, "What? <laughs> okay." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm 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 really excited to see if they keep it up.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't have much more to add to it than that. I I also like the first one. I like this. I like the animation style. Uh, I do find them like Amanda said moving. Um, and I don't know. Lately, I find that I just enjoy these superhero stories better told in animation than yeah. live action. Like I've burnt on the Marvel shit big time. DC never really grabbed me, which is weird because I find the DC characters sometimes easier to hold on to than marvel characters but regardless i find i do catch myself once in a while watching there's a whole bunch of dc animated movies on hbo max and they're like 60 to 80 minutes and i feel like the voice actors like just know these characters so well because some of them have been doing them for decades so the movies are like uh, the quality of those animated films on hbo max is like consistently above the median of the movies um but yeah, Are this we... looks like a lot of fun, and maybe it'll be a little bit too complex. Maybe they'll, maybe people will burn a little bit on the multi-dimensional stuff because I know that's a big component of lots of different characters and comics and movies and stuff right now in sci-fi, especially. But uh, I know I'm excited.
4: Intern, uh, I'm gonna say that I'm excited, and I'm mostly just excited because they're doing the animation. In a way that is not typical, um, it like they really did their own kind of thing here. Like it's not like a an anime, and it's not like a Disney. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of its own thing, and I I enjoy that. I hope they make another couple, uh, but it should be good. Everyone really liked the first one. I think a lot more than I did, but uh, I still liked it. So I'm excited. I think
0: we should also be prepared for this to go. Across two movies, because Beyond the Spider Verse is slated for 2024, and I think mm-hmm. this Across the Spider Verse may end in a cliffhanger. Just warning you. Yeah, it did feel like it was going to end up
1: being a trilogy. Um,
0: yeah,
1: and the animation style is is unique. It's almost like the like what, what would you call this? Like like brushstroke computer animation almost like it's almost like yeah. a mix of hand-drawn and computer animated yeah almost. What was another movie saw recently that kind of had this but i'm in a more three-dimensional oh. puts a boots yeah a has a similar of, but more 3d yeah
0: a little bit of uh borderlands video game in it
1: yeah 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 kind of like focusing on heavy outlines and
0: yeah <clears throat> speaking to the dc thing really quickly are we open to the james gunn reboot of dc universe
4: no
3: i don't know what that even entails
1: it yeah. means scrapping all existing characters except maybe those that complain enough. I don't know. I, I thought when they were like, all right, we're starting all over with brand new shit and we're firing everybody. I was like, okay, cool. And they're like, but we're maybe holding on to the Flash and maybe also doing this. And I'm like, well, then why bother?
0: The first one that James Gunn is doing, and don't worry, he submitted the first draft of the script before the writer's strike, is uh, Superman. He's going to do Superman Legacy is what it's called.
3: I, okay. Whatever.
4: I thought he was doing the car. Isn't that a cartoon? No. Mm, I don't know.
0: But I heard the exasperation in Amanda's voice and I don't think we should talk about it anymore.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Amanda.
0: Trailer number three. The Boogeyman.
1: The Boogeyman. Here. We. Go.
2: When there are scary things we don't understand, our minds try to fill in the blanks. Sometimes the best thing to do is to face it. So this light is going to be completely silent like it is right now.
3: Then gradually, it's going to start flashing until it's totally dark. So you can see that there's nothing to be afraid of. Okay?
2: See, that's not so scary, is it? Just you, your sister, and me. You're doing okay. Stop being real.
3: You need to grow up! I'm serious, Sawyer! I need to be alone!
0: You're both having these manifestations. I'm listening. Sweetheart, let me handle it. Okay, Daniel, are you worried or excited about the Boogeyman?
2: Um
1: <clears throat> I will say it looks like it has some intense moments. Uh it's hard to say. I I kind of get a creeping feeling that there's some like trailer deception going on. Like it's given a pretty good scary vibe, but there's just some things that I just don't trust. Uh I I honestly I don't I don't I don't care about what comes out of Stephen
0: King's mind anymore.
1: He has not been scary to me since I think like 1993, so Well, this putting- is
0: based off of a short story that was written in 1973.
1: Okay. so Yes, this is another problem. Is them like they they know that he has not put out anything really viable that's super scary in the last like 15 years. They've already eaten up all of his backlog. There's like 75 Stephen King movies out there. They just remade Children of the Corn
0: again. How many um, have they made based off of short stories? A uh, whole bunch. Really. A the, lot of the straight to DVD ones. And yeah, uh,
4: Shawshank. The, yeah. Shawshank. Yeah. But the, I'm talking horror Shawshank. movies. Movies, they, hit up a, they
1: hit up the skeleton crew for, for a lot of short stories. They go straight to DVD, which is why you don't okay. aren't aware of a lot of them.
3: The Langoliers.
0: The Langoliers. I remember that. Oh, that TV movie.
1: Yeah. Back in the Langoliers day.
0: about demon time eating organisms. Yeah, I don't think the Stephen King thing should matter. But one thing that stood out to me about all the trivia on this movie was that it was originally meant to be released straight to streaming on Hulu, but the strong reception. From test screenings prompted 20th Century Studios to give it a wide theatrical release. So it was going to be just straight. There was going to be garbage to streaming. And then they pulled it and gave it a wide theatrical release based off test screenings. That's that's what happened with Smile. Just I mean, hype? Or is that meaningful?
1: Well, that's, that's what I was just going to. I was actually going to make that comparison. Is that Smile had some decent horror moments in it and got incredibly violent toward the end in a way i didn't expect and this has a similar vibe to that so i'm hoping that's the case excited i don't know i also feel like this movie's gonna fuck me for some reason why do i have that gut feeling but i'm gonna give it an excited
0: <laughs> that's because
4: that guy isn't it
0: we should redo this
1: whole uh podcast take format take it back see i knew it i should go oh my gut why what do you what do you have what do you see and it's three hours long and it's directed by some asshole no No. Oh.
3: The biggest killer of a horror movie is the rating.
1: Yeah. Oh. It's PG-13. Oh, it's PG-13. We'll smile.
3: Oh.
2: R.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm. We have a problem here. Yeah, there's a problem. Yeah. But I was going to say,
0: I was going to say, it'd be fun to, like, change up the format of the podcast a little bit, like, instead of worried or excited, like, is this movie going to fuck me? (laughs) this movie needs to take me out to dinner because it looks like it's going to fuck me
3: (laughs) occasionally you'll get a pg-13 that's pretty good and scary when it has to do with kids so there's like a small sliver of hope maybe like i bet mama was probably pg-13 i bet
1: yeah that's what i mean because the small movie as well the a lot of the creepy factor of the movie that that was so successful that did not need an r rating right that was mostly people just being uncomfortably out of character the violence I... is like a total bonus and a surprise. So I, yeah, okay, was, I'll was... keep it where it is. I really feel like this movie could fuck me, but I'm gonna give it a chance. Excited?
0: <laughs> I will cut my dick off if this movie. No, um... <laughs> no, that's gotta be a sure <laughs> bet. <bad. laughs> I will say that that whole like uh, getting a child used to the dark with the pulsing light thing, like psychological thing, that was that was drawing me in. I like that that scene a lot. Oh, you would like The Exorcist too, then.
3: Hold the phone, okay? Because when that scene was happening, while scary, I was like, "How is this not like?" In the context of, see, this is not scary at all. Bullshit! That would scare the fuck out of me as an adult. Yeah. To sit in (laughs) a dark room and just watch a red light strobe off and on
1: as you move around, so that every time the light comes back on, you're in a different place. In a
3: different place, and you're seeing like streaky shadows of your loved ones walking across the room. Hell no! That's
0: a great dissection of that. It's like the worst possible thing you can do to somebody with a fear of the dark. It should be like being able to have control over the lights coming on at any point.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or
0: something like that.
1: You don't know which night, but one night we're going to hire a homeless man to be in your closet. Oh, well, I just I guess, yeah, I didn't think about it to that
0: from that perspective, Amanda. That's great because it is terrible. (laughs) Psychologically, it's terrible. What my brain was doing when I watched it, I was just like, oh yeah, I better watch really closely to see what kind of freaky shit shows up in this strobe (laughs) here we go yeah i'm uh, i would say i'm excited about it but i probably won't ever watch it unless you guys tell me that i should because every time i watch a horror movie unprompted and i tell you that it's good i don't get a lot of like celebration you know we're
3: supposed to pat you on the back
0: well when i cross the line and I go walk into that arena. I expect, you know, some fanfare. Like, hey, I watched this, and then you guys would be like, yeah, okay, great, let's watch it too. We'll talk about it. Nothing. I get, I get like, yeah. I get like, yeah, whatever. Barbarians, bullshit. And then you watch it, and you're like,
4: yeah, it wasn't bad. Like, fucking
0: two months later, assholes.
4: Okay, <clears throat> I'm gonna say that this uh, movie is missing the two requirements of every horror movie. Oh, oh, please tell. What is this? And it looks like there's going to be no nudity and oh. no dancing. Mm. So oh, but I'm worried.
1: But a, but a kid could be murdered in it.
4: <laughs> that's not helpful.
1: Yeah, I guess that's like two steps back, one step forward. Not, not quite be, enough.
4: That should just be part of every movie.
1: Yeah. Can we have uh, like a hereditary scene in every movie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Wasn't that your thing back in the day, intern? Like what? kill children? Like
4: you wanted them to die? I seem to remember that being a thing. No, I don't. I don't know. I uh, I just can't h- handle them because they're really loud and annoying. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah. Uh,
4: but <laughs> like if enough. If they're like uh, if they're super geniuses, like and gifted, then uh, <laughs> I'm all for it. It's fine. Or and if it's.
3: On this movie. But if they're or loud like, and
4: they're screaming, then you want them to die investigative journalism about child rape, then I'm also in on that. Yeah. You know?
1: There needs to be a dancing goth-like witch demon in I mean, a corset and for, yeah, for him to bring into this. Jenny thing.
3: Ortega needs to be in every movie. <laughs>
0: let me let me just confirm. See, what was it? I want just... to <laughs> no. confirm. Ruby's, we
1: were watching. Demon
0: Night?
3: Oh. night of the the demon oh
0: is that where it's coming from i was wondering where where are these two requirements like i get the nudity thing because slashers have a lot of nudity but uh wicker man dancing
1: night of the demon one and two both had a scene in it of like a gothic witch demon girl yeah (laughs) dancing
0: and wicker man had a whole bunch of like tribe like cultish tribal ceremony
4: but when when you did the thing for Megan, there's no nudity, but there's dancing. But one of the greatest horror movies
0: be... of all time, The Thing, doesn't have nudity or dancing.
4: Yeah, I think it can be like one of the two. Yeah. Whatever. But it, if up. you get both, it's like a, no, you know, the, the black guy with roller skates up. on. He like does some dancing
1: because he's got headphones on. And he like cleans and he's like doing these little like shimmy.
0: Oh, I thought yeah. I just I wanted to flesh out this whole requirement thing, and it's bullshit.
4: Dex yeah, <laughs> Machina. No,
0: I we're done. I didn't even talk. Oh, sorry, man. No, you dissected the whole psychological thing. That
3: well, the yeah, the light thing. I had to respond to that, but I didn't get to say that my I'm worried about this movie, and I am.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. Anything further? No. There's no. <laughs> too for me. There's too many like jump scare moments later in the trailer. Like the first part of the trailer sucked me in, and then by the third act of the trailer, I'm just like, okay.
3: Also, the male, Let's the go. male figure, Chris actor is not that
0: good. You don't like Chris Messina? Okay, all right. I'm not going to do a second buzzer. We already buzzed it. Trailer four,
3: five.
0: It's four. Oh, <laughs> oh! Somebody wants. Some, somebody wants this podcast to, get to be over. The
2: fuck out of here. Okay.
0: Uh, well, no, this one's for the children. This is the elemental. This is the one that you're going to be going to see with your daughter.
1: elemental or the elemental elemental Uh, here pixar's elemental pixar's elemental here we go
3: meet the residents of element city air usually has their head in the clouds oh my new jacket earth can be a little seedy (laughs) (laughs) weird going on here uh just a little pruning water is always getting into something (laughs) (laughs) and fire as ordered
1: we run a little hot this shop is dream of our family
2: someday it'll all be
1: yours but we all live by one simple rule
3: Elements cannot mix!
4: Ah! Ah! What the? That pipe squished me all out of shape. Dang.
1: That's better. Oh. So you've never left Firetown?
3: Sorry, buddy. Elements don't mix. Hey! Plus, my dad would boil you
1: alive.
0: Why does anyone get to tell you what you can do in your life? Why do they even have these? If, eh, who
2: knows? Watch this! Ember, I see a change in you. Ah! What, Her guy?
1: You live here? It's my mom's place. We got two kids that are swimming around here somewhere.
2: Orca!
3: I've been trying to fill my father's shoes, but I never once
2: asked what I wanted to do. Try this! Dad, those are too hot. I love hot food! You see, he likes it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Intern. Elemental. Worried or excited.
4: Oh, I have some uh, elementary thoughts on this and it's missing some... Nudity and dancing. ABCs. Oh, I'm pretty sure they'll be dancing in this. Uh, there's and boundaries. if you want to count
1: that weird like apple picking scene in the beginning, some nudity.
2: That was
4: nudity,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, it was like uh, cannibalism. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, like in a perverted way, like they acted like they got caught in a sex act.
4: Yeah, well, they did. Yeah, they did. Um, Never had your. I, I think I was lied to. I oh, what? I, I was lied to at the beginning of this uh, episode. It, it said it was the greatest episode ever, and I like I don't know. This is a real step down from from Super Mario and Renfield, Sisu.
1: Are you about to shit the silver or whatever we say?
4: No, because I said I was excited for uh, Spider-Man. This, I don't know. It seems like... uh, This this kind of
0: attitude is not entertaining to anyone.
4: Capture uh, that good movie about feelings. Mm -hmm. And it's just not that. Yeah, It's one hour and 33 minutes. Perfect runtime. Amanda, Hmm. tell us how this is going to be really exciting for your family um, for you.
3: I'm excited to have a movie to take Daphne to and I was really excited about the teaser trailer. I don't know that I feel the same way anymore. Really? <laughs> um
0: you want you don't want a Romeo and Juliet Pixar movie?
3: I do, I think. Maybe I don't know. I don't know why it's not <clears throat> why Yeah,
1: cuz there's no the teaser was about them having a meet cute on the train. Yeah. And this is just I guess the full rom-com.
2: Yeah. Is that what it is? That it's a
1: rom-com instead of like a kids movie? Yeah. I
2: think
3: it's I think it's a yes. And I think that there's going to be a lot of time spent on like complicated social
0: structure. What about just like the details of the different elements and the fun creativity they could have with that?
3: I mean I guess it is just like uh, I guess it is just Romeo and Juliet, and you know, Jets versus the, or the Puerto the sh- Ricans the sh- versus the, sharks. the Italians or whatever. Yeah.
0: The Sharks <laughs> and the Jets. There you
3: go. I guess it's fine. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why I why it's not like getting me more.
0: It's the first time in five years that there's going to be a Pixar short played before a Pixar movie.
3: Well, that's nice. Yeah. I do miss those. <clears throat> it's called Doug. No, I mean I'm going to see days. it. So.
0: Doug Day's Colin Carl's date.
1: Yeah, so you're you're I'm going to see it with Daphne regardless excited. Yes. And I do get you though. I I I am kind of middling on this. But I don't know. They're good at that. They're good at like, hey, what if these things had their own world? What would that be like? What if feelings had their own world? What if these had their own world? So yeah, they're good at it. What was the movie that they did before this?
3: inside
0: out was that it Wait, like the most out? recent one before this What's I, the most recent movie before this one that that's that done? soul movie yeah um
1: soul so yeah I, I guess i'm i guess i'm mildly excited it it, it it will be cute for all those little things that you that you mentioned them like oh how do the fire people live and how do they do this and also the whole time i was thinking i was like can he like completely kill her right like, if he like can rolls he... over on her in the middle of the night can he smother her out complete death by dosing
4: yes if they kill each other, uh, uh, I'll be much more inclined to enjoy oh, it. Oh, my God. Well, I
3: don't know that he could because she would, like, boil him and wake him up, right?
4: Okay. Yes, but could
1: he, like, put her out before she boiled him? And then he has, since he's water, if he evaporates, he's, like, still alive because he's just in a different phase. But she is snuffed completely. So I was like, I think he could murder her. Like This is, this is going to be a movie about, like, how we should all mix together. And if we're careful, all our cultures can help, like elevate each other. Honestly, I think this is probably one area where they should remain heavily segregated.
3: <laughs> it is dangerous. For
1: fire should not be allowed anywhere near the other
2: three.
0: Obviously, if this movie fails, it's going to fail based off of its story, yeah. because I think that the world that they're creating is going to be the most, it could be really cool. And speaking to that, this stood out to me that Pixar had to upgrade and buy more computers for Elemental. To give you some perspective, Toy Story in ninety five had two hundred and ninety five cores. Monsters Inc. used six hundred and seventy two, finding Nemo used nine hundred and twenty three, and this movie, Elemental, uses one hundred and fifty one thousand cores. That's not giving you the whole run up to twenty twenty three. But that means that there could be some crazy motherfucking detail in this movie with this world. Oh yeah. So I'm kind of interested in that, and it also is the score is composed by Thomas Newman. Thomas Newman. Oh, yeah. Thomas Newman's going to get you in the feels because Finding Nemo, that score for Finding Nemo, was really heart wrenching.
4: Thomas Newman did
0: uh, Nemo and Wally.
4: Six Feet Under. Yeah.
0: Love Wally. Yeah. yeah, and Shawshank. Newman did score for that too. It's got he's got great. I love Newman. So whatever. Yeah. Listen, you guys have a kid. Go watch it. Enjoy it embrace the detail stop this whining and and close off in turn from don't listen to anything he
4: says he's too negative block me out i suck too angry Mm.
0: okay let's finish this off this movie was demoted the fast and furious franchise was demoted to five hole because of this f9 travesty that happened everybody was jazzed f7 was amazing f8 and then f9 just tanked so they need to figure themselves out and earn back the trust. Okay. fast 10. Your seatbelt. Here
1: we go.
0: This road has been very hard. And yet here you are, building this magnificent family. What's going on in that head
2: of yours? Something a little piece of it is a is it dead. They're not afraid of anything. But I am afraid of losing someone I love. Dominic Toretto. To learn all about fear. Boom! Oh. You built such a beautiful life filled with love and family. I never got a chance. You stole that from me. My future. My family. And now, I'm gonna break yours. Peace by peace.
3: He's coming for you with everything.
2: What's the plan, Dog? I'm not sure anymore.
1: Fast ten, worried or excited. Also, wait, real quick before you start, I would like to say that Nathan's comments leading into that trailer are his and his alone.
3: <laughs> okay, as longtime defenders of the franchise, the Stovall um, the Stoball Carvers, the Texas Carvers, uh, are once again down for the ride. Shit. <laughs>
1: <Right. laughs> You, what you don't understand is that the it, we, I'm not ever not down for the ride until they become self-aware. And I can't believe 10 movies in, they're still not self-aware. It hasn't creeped in yet. You know, like Sharknado, that's self-aware shit. This is shit that just continues to take itself seriously as hard as possible. No one dies. Everyone's a superhero. Every enemy becomes a friend. Oh. Fucking Statham killed Han. What the well, fuck yeah, is happening? It's, it's killed up. Han.
3: Also, Statham was in Hobbs and Shaw, so I thought he was out of the fold. Yeah. Um, but no, they're like, come back, my brother.
0: <laughs> Your family. Well, the and volume's turned up. There's a there's a son now. The family has... That's right. We got like three generations, four generations yeah. now. <laughs> right.
3: And, and like, uh, I guess we're going to add in Brie Larson just because. Just because. We need a chick fight, so we're going to bring in Brie Larson.
1: And Charlize didn't die.
3: No, she's, she's still there. Um... John Cena was... I I haven't watched Fast 9.
1: He was a bad guy. He was
3: a bad guy, but now he's in the family. Of
1: course, yeah. Well,
3: because I guess they're brothers, right? Isn't that the... Yeah. They're literally brothers, not like brothers in the sense of everybody's a brother in this movie. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Well, it's
0: about About
4: family. family. Actual family. It's
1: about family. I love, too, that, that they can just... If they wanted to, they could just make these forever because all they have to do is just go back to a previous big action scene from any of the previous installments and go oh, that dude was important and had a son, and now he's
0: trying to kill us. Exactly. And how exactly is this car of his so indestructible? Like, that car wouldn't have survived a tenth of what it did in that trailer. It's ridiculous. And dropping 145 feet out of a plane? Yeah. That's stupid. No, the car he's would be done, done after a that.
3: Uh roll cage, Nathan.
0: Uh, yeah, well, what is he using to pull two helicopter pilots together? That... <laughs> Some nitrous. Yeah, In the deleted <laughs> scenes.
1: He's like getting his car worked on. And he's like, will this will this pull together two helicopters in the middle of the air? <laughs> this
2: also, nitrous
3: has very clearly had some work done. Yes, his face looks taut.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and this ball, rolling ball that's rolling down. The... There's yeah, another trailer where they're like trying to like, you know, fishtail and hit the ball in different directions.
1: A cast of forty-five. I'm sure this thing is like three hours and twenty minutes long. <laughs> listen, listen. What if,
0: what if this whole feud with Dwayne Johnson was just a ruse, and that they intended to bring him back for the finale anyway? Fast Ten Two. Well, he he said this is a two-part. Vin Diesel said it at uh, CinemaCon or something that this is a two-part finale. So yeah, Fast and Furious Eleven. Is the actual final installment, which I am anticipating Dwayne Johnson to show up in, and this movie is only two hours and twenty-one minutes. That's reasonable. That that's should a be clean. Two twenty. Should be noted.
3: I also think. Um, I also think The Rock is getting kind of desperate. I think he's like yeah. shat a lot of beds.
1: Yep. So I, be, I bet. I bet he it. does come back for eleven. They. They like. You know. Well, November seventh. Would he? Would he, would he be the enemy, or would he like team up with Dom to take down a bigger enemy? Is Kurt Russell in this one? No. Kurt Russell's been uh,
0: removed.
3: Kurt Russell probably was like, I'm I'm done, guys. <laughs> it was fun. Thanks. Yeah, they, that was great.
0: They spoke to it on the uh, on the trivia page. Something about Mr. Nobody was retired or something or put they they they, they say something about where Mr. Nobody went and that his mm. replacement is this uh guy that plays Reacher on the Amazon T V series Reacher. Oh, okay. Um so he's in this too. He's a big strong like uh, Full of moxie uh, November 7th 2021 Vin Diesel posted a picture on Instagram With Dwayne Johnson About ending the fight It's about family He's Dwayne trying to, trying to bring him back in the fast family For the Come last on, chapter
4: You know there was a point In this trailer Where there was somebody on a A dirt bike and they did like little BMX thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish that this whole movie franchise did more shit like that because that was actually cool. Yeah, we do need like some like car gymnastics,
3: some, like, believ- almost believable tricks. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. I Listen, thought that was fun. when you're... and uh, seeing Brie Larson also, I was like, wow, that's this is great. I'm in for all the Brie Larson. Oh my god! I'm excited to see dirt bikes and Brie Larson. Listen to <laughs> you. Listen to you. You're like you
0: want to kill children you're you know can barely hold back your excitement over brie larson loves dirt like foo. what is yeah you like simple little bmx tricks you yep. need to watch some more mission impossible you need to drink in some tom
4: cruise because yeah, it's, i it's i do i want to see some week. more mission impossible yeah yeah we all do the next uh so episode 150 we're just going to review uh, dune part two and that'll be the end right no yeah we'll
1: talk about it for like three hours
0: <laughs> no dune 2 is not being done on 150 it's too far out
1: um just like the indie movies have to start you know in a university uh these ones have to start at like a family picnic <laughs> and then somebody has to pull down the driveway to interrupt it and be like you need to come with me
0: right now They always do this in these movies. (laughs) This like, oh, remember that thing that happened in the fifth movie? Oh, well, there was a guy that was slighted by that move. And now he's come to get his due. You didn't notice back then,
1: but it was Aquaman.
4: (laughs) Yeah. It
3: was Jason Momoa.
4: Yeah. You know what they need is they need like the copyright infringement team to go after them for all the stolen DVDs oh i know that's that's when ultimately he gets like some random like
1: new shaky fbi guy hunting down dom from that original dvd heist from the first movie (laughs) shoots him dead at the end of fast 11 right in front of his kid like i did it guys i did it
2: uh
3: hello they've already gotten they've gotten immunity for all of those things that's true yeah we made sure to... to
1: a, a couple of times. I think it happens in like yes. the fourth movie, they get yes. immunity from everything, and then again in like the sixth one.
0: Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about his family. He's constantly putting his life at risk, and everyone's well-being at risk. Dom, you asshole.
1: don't have to drop 150 feet out of the back of this plane. You can just come with the rest of us. And he's like, no, this I gotta is for, do my this for my son. This
0: for my son. Yeah, you can see that he, they kidnapped the son in the trailer. So that All right. Whoever it.
1: kidnaps the son is going to be part of their good guy team in the next movie.
0: Ugh, so ridiculous.
2: Uh,
0: yeah. Why don't you guys just cut to the chase and just invite him into the family and get it over with? <laughs> Come on, no. Everybody. Anyway. Well, I think that, uh, that does it for episode 149. It's a good time. Or it was also maybe not a good time. Well, it, I mean, <laughs> I think the I show was really... I also
3: wished I was alone.
0: Yeah, it was driven by independent energy, clearly. But we also <laughs> enjoyed interacting with each other. Very very open to groups. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, we look forward to uh, the next episode, which will be in June uh, prior to uh, the birth of uh, Phoebe Carver. That's right. Where we will enjoy Tom and the dead reckoning of Mission Impossible as our headliner. I'll tell you what it is right now. That's what it is, baby. We're going to drink in some Tom. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm, So nice. Goodbye, everyone. I'm gonna fucking pound you so hard. Oh my god. No, really. <laughs> <laughs>